Today, uh, we're going to uh, talk about taking advantage of opportunity. How many's ever had a door of opportunity? And you and you specifically given us something that opportunity opened up to you. Such a blessing. Such opportunity. I had many, many years ago. Lord opened up an opportunity. Marry that woman. Forty-eight years ago, plus. I remember greater opportunity. Say what could be. When I was seven years old, summertime. Assemblies of God Church, still open. It's in Children's Church, Children's Church teacher. I said, Yes. What an opportunity that was. Well, Just looking around the see somebody. Steve Humbert, I need your help for just a minute. Oh, he just closed his eyes. He just closed his eyes. He's shaking his head. It's a terrible thing. I need Steve. Steve, this will be painless, I promise. It'll take just a minute. I I, I want to offer you. I like you. I love you. You're my friend. Long, long time. We've been in church together a lot, and we've played a lot of softball together. Steve, so I want to Steve, I'm just but before you take before you take the three dollars this is an opportunity have what's in my You want this, or do you want this? Huh? I can't tell you. If I told you, I'd have to kill you. Probably shouldn't have made that statement. Especially since it's... You take the pocket. Thank you, Steve. That was my business card. Taking advantage of an opportunity. Steve didn't take advantage of it. He chose something that was unknown. It's been 
certain. Joe, something is not worth anything. <laughs> it's got my picture on it. <laughs> Taking advantage of it. I'm going to be a little bit scattered. I want, but I want to begin. I say I'm going to be a little bit scattered because I, I there, there's some spiritual things that I want to talk about today. Also, because of the time we're living, I, there's there. They may not seem together, but I want to. First of all, I'm going to read Ephesians the fifth chapter, verses 15 through 18. Uh, so Paul is talking, sent a message to church. He said, so careful how you live. And to the church, Ephesus, she to be careful how said, don't live like like those who are make most every opportunity in these make the most of every opportunity so that says to me that have opportunities aren't good. Time. Take advantage of time because the days are don't act, and then he said, Don't act falsely. But understand what the Lord wants. And you know that it's not always easy to do what the Lord wants us to do. Sometimes we don't understand what the Lord wants us to do. And if we can't see it, we have to walk by faith. And that's more difficult than walking in what we know. We have to trust the Lord when we don't understand and we don't know what's ahead of us. We just have to trust the Lord. Walk by faith. I'm living by faith. Jesus abides. I'm trusting, confiding. In his great from all harm safe, in his sheltering arms, be by faith. For 18 years, he says this. Instead, he feels What is an opportunity? Opportunity is a faith understanding. I offered something had a little value to it, which I said, take it. <laughs> uh, opportunity is if anybody, anybody on anybody that knows me knows better to take what's in, not to take what's in my pocket because I'm tight as bark on a tree, and for me to hold a $10 bill out and say, which do you want? Do you want 
pockets. There ain't nothing going to be better in my pocket. I promise you that. Opportunity is a is a favorable circumstance. An opportunity, chance for progress. Opportunity is an opening. Something never had an opportunity. You're waiting. I'm mad at myself for. I've been so upset with just the sale at the store that I wanted to take advantage of, but you know how men are. Just me. I procrastinate going to wait till tomorrow, and then I forget, and then the next day is Sunday, and the new sale is starting at Menards, and I missed the sale on the thing that I really needed to buy. It's an awful thing. What if you wait too long to manage of an opportunity? What if you wait too long How might it change each other? Told this story so many times. Have any intention of doing it? This is something never. I had the opportunity to speak. Suffering, sir. Communication with what's going on, sir. She was ready to receive the Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening service, just one thought to myself, I just wait. Spirit of God. That day, the girl gave her heart. Ever procrastinate as long as door of opportunity open, walk through it. I hate to shop. I hate to shop. Really don't like it. Because here's the problem with shopping first of all, it's going to cost me something. Secondly, I'll probably have buyer's remorse because I hate that I spend, I really wanted what I bought, but then I thought, man, I spent that money. I shouldn't have done that. 
Uh, but, the, but the worst thing of all is going to the store and standing there for 30 minutes trying to decide whether I'm going to spend $15. That's the truth. You wouldn't ever want to go shopping with me because I'll stand there, look at it, walk around a few times, look at it some more, oftentimes walk away without buying it. And have to spend the gas to go back a little while to get it. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong. Nobody else does either. When the door of opportunity, but we listen, I might be able to do that at the store. God opened the door of opportunity to take advantage of it. It might not it might just it might not be about somebody else's life. It might be about blessing in your life. It's important to understand that some opportunities come once in a while. They just talk to you. Sometimes said, God, give an opportunity to someone to invite him. Let's never forget. It's today. Yet this, if you don't get anything, we can't forget that. We live to serve. We live to serve. We don't live to serve the desire of our flesh, desire of our eye, pressure to perform. He lived to serve the Lord. So it's my goal to encourage you to take advantage of your life opportunity God gives you. How many is thankful for some of the life opportunities you've had? Now, I don't, I don't consider her a life opportunity. I, said, I consider her a God. God gave her to me a special gift. But I've had some good life opportunities also, and I'm thankful for uh, we, we are currently, and I, and I want to talk about this briefly. I told you this was kind of chopped up a little bit, but I want to talk just briefly. We're currently experiencing higher inflation than we've seen in more than 40 In fact, there are, there are several people in this room that don't remember inflation like this because it hasn't happened in your lifetime. Full natural gas propane, building products, vehicles, houses, and food prices have increased dramatically, along with many other things. They have, and it's affecting. It is affecting every day. Limited. I don't know anybody in this room that has unlimited source of income. And so what we have in our hands, Higher prices are putting strain all of our wisdom says, just listen. Just listen. If you want to do good in times like that, you can. There is no reason for us not to succeed and do well financially in times like this. You say we can't do it. I say you can. I say you can. Wisdom says we must look for opportunities to stretch our dollar. If you don't know how to do that, then you need to connect yourself with people that do know how to do that. 
and you need to take advice and get direction from people who are making good choices and decisions and who are succeeding in times when, when things, prices are higher and things seem to be tighter than they've been maybe in all of your life or maybe in a long, long time for us that are older. And so, so we need to connect with people and listen to folks. Maybe listen to folks like Dave Ramsey about Give some good correction advice. Instead of listening to desire of your desire of your Clarence sells are an opportunity to say ask She tells me, she tells me I'm going to store because they have Clarence. Uh oh. I'll see you later, babe. I know, I know she she's going to get. I know she's going to bless our home. I know she's going to save us money. She's going to help our home. She doesn't always buy. She doesn't buy for us. She buys for everybody else. You say, well, how's that safe? Buying stuff for a dime on a dollar, worth to buy for you and yourself, and still save for yourself. It's a truth. It's a, listen to me. You can afford to be a blessing to somebody else and still save 50 cents on the dollar. That's a reason to celebrate. Broad sales presents opportunity to save money. Everything you own don't have to be Everything you own don't have to be new. Just because you want to go out and spend $50,000 for something, maybe you should go out and spend $5,000 for something you can pay cash for. I spend much time here. Take advantage. Take advantage. I sound boozy. Take advantage of the food that's on sale. How many of you folks have noticed that food is more expensive? How many have noticed it's more expensive to go out to eat? You know what happens when that happens? I'm probably going to stay home more. And it's it's happened. I, I usually, but I still got coupons from Burger King. I can still buy me that $3 double cheeseburger fries and a drink for 3 bucks. It's coupon code no. No, that's that's the two bacon cheeseburgers, a fry and a drink for four dollars. That's coupon code thirty three ten. The other one is sixty seven something. I can't. But I haven't even been doing that the last two weeks. Uh, I've went home nearly every day except one. Do I have to? I I'm not in a position I have to. But I don't want to get myself in a position where I don't have two minutes to run together. So if I use wisdom today and take advantage, take advantage of the opportunity to use wisdom in my finances, I can walk in a blessing tomorrow. And while others are struggling mightily, I can be solid and secure. Does that make any sense? And stretch your family dollars. 
finding, managing, saving. Sometimes an opportunity has to be sought out. Don't put your head in the sand and pretend that things haven't changed. There is not any wisdom in putting your head in the sand and pretending nothing has changed and continuing to live the same way you've always lived and expect it to end up good down the road. It makes no sense at all. John 9, 4. We must quickly carry out, say Jesus said. We must quickly carry out the task assigned us by the one who sent us. Night is coming. We do. Every day brings us closer. Every day closer to you. You have a command from Jesus. Quickly carry out the sign of It's the door of opportunity. It's a door of opportunity. I don't know how long I'm going to give Dylan a hurt my trying to get me to quit playing softball. He said, Papa, I don't want you to get hurt and die. I want you to live till you're 90. Steve, is that good advice? And what's what? Say it It's horrible. By the way, we won a tournament yesterday and I played. We played three games yesterday, and and we allowed zero runs in the first game, and we, we didn't play quite that well in the second game. We give up nine runs. Championship games, we give up zero. Give up. Just because just because doesn't mean that I have one better take advantage of the opportunities that I have. So that's the reason why I'll stand here and tell you what I truth, what I what I believe that God would have us to do, because this may be my last opportunity to ever do that. I hope I have a thousand more opportunities. I don't but I don't know. And so I have to take advantage of the opportunity that I have right now to stand before you and to declare the truth. So, so what we're going to do, Jesus said, do it quickly because night is coming and you're not going to be able to work anymore. Let's take advantage of the time that God's given us to work. 
have two points. Take advantage of the opportunity to show Jesus some love. And I just pray that your face today. Colossians 4. I told Dylan to work. Dylan called me on said, I need to Sir? He said, got your introduction letter. I know exactly what got your introduction done. That's all you need. Colossians 4, 5, and 6. Live wisely among those who are not believers. Did you hear me? Live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation, let your speech be gracious and attractive so that you'll have the right response for everyone whom you come in contact with who doesn't know Jesus. Take advantage of the opportunity. Live wisely. Spirited, ugly attitude Jerks, Christians, extreme Christians. In the world did Jesus spend his time with? Where did he, where did, who did he eat with? Spend his time. I learned something about not paid a salary, collect taxes. They had to collect something above what they were collecting for the Roman Empire. So they chose what their income would be. No wonder nobody liked them. There's a bunch of crooks, and Jesus hung out with them. Jesus hung out with prostitutes. Jesus went to the house. of the time you have to spend with wise actions are right to be heard right to be 
attitudes, your words, and your action will open a door for you to be heard. The way you treat people, it'll open up an opportunity or it'll close the door for you to never be able to be heard. It's vitally important. If we're going to claim the name of Jesus, then we need to act like Jesus. Treat, Jesus, treat people the way Jesus Always honor the Lord. Always honor the Always honor Treat people with kindness and respect. Why in the world would we ever look down the end of our at the down the end of our nose at someone and think somehow we are higher and better. We are sinners saved by grace. It is God's grace and mercy. It is the blood of Jesus that makes us righteous. There is none righteous, no, not one. There is not one that is without sin. In fact, Jesus said, you that are without sin, cast the first stone. And nobody could cast a stone because there is not anyone walks in sinless perfection except you. So why would we ever think that it's all right mean to those who so desperately need Jesus to treat them as like we are a higher class citizen they're somehow beneath us. In fact, we ought to be washed there. Actions, rhetoric, yes, fires. Better be careful what you put publicly. Better be careful how you speak. You may be causing ever allow you this matter how you allow political matters. It doesn't, but we don't have to. We don't have to. We don't have to argue and fight, and fuss. God has not called us. God has not called us to be a part of the Democratic Party. God has called us to serve Him.
God has not called us to serve this kingdom. Will I vote in the midterm election? You bet I will. You bet I will. And will I take a stand for what I believe is right? You bet I will. But at the same time, I must represent my Lord and Savior above all other things. I must. And I appreciate and I'm grateful for all of you who have served this great country in the military. And I appreciate all of those who have fought for the freedom of the United States of America. But we've done it because of Him. This once great nation used to stand on the principles and the laws of God's Word. And even though this country has deviated, there has always been a reason for us to stand for freedom and righteousness. And I am thankful there's still a people that will do that. But yet in all of that, I declare that we serve Jesus Listen, if you believe that your body matters to God, that means that those who are 180 degrees opposed to your opinion still matter to God. They still need to be saved. Right? <laughs> Take advantage. Jesus changes. Jesus changes. Take advantage of every Galatians six ten. Said this to you. Therefore, whenever you have the opportunity, you should do good to everyone. Okay? Sort of what we just said. And goes on to say, especially those in the I want you to do good to everyone. He says, especially. Another version says it like take advantage of everything. Especially to the sisters. It's supposed to be good. Hey, Miss Page, Jesus has brought you this far. <laughs> I see her back there. She's moving around, squirming. She's, she's a little pranked. A whole lot pranked. She's trying to be comfortable. 
Jesus brought you this far, sweetheart. He's going to take you the rest of the way. Come on, baby boy. Come on, baby boy. What's his name? That's right. Tom Cruise. Leading up to the verse I just read, Paul instructs the Galatian church humbly, gently. Good chance to read this verse. Especially with Paul instructed the Christian church to restore brothers and sisters. But they get what they deserve. You shouldn't have to. Come on. Don't look at me like you're the only like I'm the only one that's ever had that. It's a wrong attitude. It's absolutely wrong attitude. Jesus said, humbly, Paul said, gently. Store brothers and sisters been overcome by sin. So when do you want Jesus to stop forgiving you of your sins? When do you want Jesus to stop being merciful and gracious to you? When do you want him to stop being long-suffering? I am the world merciful and long suffering. It's the right thing. It's the God thing. Because everybody matters to God. It's to bless. Jesus changes everything. He can't change people oftentimes, but the Spirit of God can. Come on, how many times do we want to give up on people? How many times do we want to write people off? I've written people off that God has turned their life around and changed them. There wasn't anybody in the world that could have changed them except the Spirit of God and the blood of Jesus Christ. And so we don't write people off, but everybody matters to God. And so we bless to bless, and then Jesus changes everything. Then he told them, gently restore folks. Gently restore folks. It's been over sin. By the way, when you do that, it brings you to bear the world. I want you to help me. I want you to help me, gently. I want you to manage. comes in a lot of different ways. It comes in encouragement. That comes when somebody is physically ailing. That comes when somebody is financially ailing. Care. Then we 
perfect. Not to that verse. Paul said that we should never become tired. Season. Don't faint. Don't faint. Doing good things. Saying good things that by restoring and bearing burden, may not see the result of it. There's going to be a result that comes. We restore and bear one another's burdens. Not well doing. Result of somebody restored, result of somebody coming up out of a mess in their life. How many know that sometimes we just take a verse out and take it out of context? How many know we've got to keep it in context? Family takes care of family. Right? Family takes care of day I'm surrounded by family. Not all my family, but you members of as Chad's here and it's here and Lexi was around here somewhere and wife's here and Cooper's here and Corey's here and Holton it's called out to be son walking on no now run him off no. think I, I choke him I don't have any reason to run him off now but he don't he stay between the white lines never cross on the yellow line and you'll get married right on time. Not those Family takes care of family, but on it's my spirit. Such an important statement to say that business of your is all the struggles in your brothers and sisters in Christ. Sometimes we just want to assume we should be Genuine love. Cause you to help someone really hurt it. Genuine, genuine. I 
I stopped up here. This little fella called me. I saw him this morning. Back there. He's got to look. Ran past everybody. Got in my arms. Sure knows he can get his way with me. I stopped up here the other night. There's, I don't know, there's something going on with this thing right there. I see Dylan and Tori Scarborough Cooper's there. I stopped up here and I picked him up a couple of weeks ago. shoulder blades. I pick him up and it hurts. And I knew if I come in here, I knew what was going to happen. I'm going to pick him up. And I thought about it for about two seconds. I stopped my car, put it in park, and walked in here. This is a burden I'm going to bear. And it'll hurt, and I know it's going to hurt. But I'm picking him up anyway. You know what I did this morning when he come running to me? I picked him up. It hurt. You know what's going to happen after church? He comes running. I picked him up. Genuine love will cause you to help someone in need when you don't feel like it, when it hurts, and you can't afford it. to bless. Everybody matters to God. And Jesus will change your life. Well, I told a few stories and preached a little bit. Now can you stand if you're able? promise you that the love of Jesus will compel us to do some things we really don't want to do. The Spirit of God will cause us to make some make us decisions that in our flesh we don't even want to make. Because of our love for the of our love for those who are lost. Lord Jesus, I thank you for saving me. I thank you for all the times that you've been better to me than I deserve. times that you've been gracious and merciful to me. Lord, that word long-suffering means so much to me. 
never forget the time you said to me, I want you to suffer long with people because I've suffered long with you. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to love the sinners. Even those that aren't very lovable, help us to love the sinners. And Lord, I'm praying that you'll help us to love one another the way we ought to love one another. And Lord, help us to be a blessing even when it's not the easiest thing to do. Even when it's not really all that affordable. us to do something that's uh, a little different. This is not a typical thing that I would do at the end of the service, but here's what I'd like you to do. And if you're not comfortable, somebody will probably just come to you, and it's, it's okay. It's okay. I know there's other introverts in this room just like me. <laughs> like to hide in a corner somewhere. Don't see me. seats and walk around. I just want you to tell a few of your brothers and sisters. love Bethany. <laughs> Bethany, I love you. You're my family. And so I'm going to make it easy. I'm just going to tell you from here and I'm not going to come and bother you. I love you. 